Hey guys, it's me, Lacey, and you are tuned in to another episode of Laceology. And tonight we are talking about sex. All right, so I have like one of my favorite people on the show. I'm gonna stop introducing everybody as my favorite people, but I can't because every I love these people. All right, so I have my favorite people uh, right now on the show. He is like, I love him. I don't see him enough in real life. So I was like, you know what? I need to have this man on this show. And we need to talk about sex toys because he is a sex toy expert. Can can I be the VP of favorite people? Yeah. There we go. He's the <laughs> If you guys are listening to this podcast on some kind of a podcast streaming source, I want you to also know that you can tune into YouTube and also watch this podcast. All you have to do is type in Laceology in the search or go to Lacey and Freshie Productions because... This is a Lacey and Freshie production. All right, so today I'm talking to Obi, and I love you. Tell them a little bit about you. Wait, before you tell people a little bit about you guys, this is the most beautiful man that I have like ever seen. I like to call him Sexy Dark Chocolate. Does that make you, like, is is that weird? No, it it doesn't. It's it's not weird. Uh, (laughs) Let me blush a little bit. All right, tell us who you are. (laughs) All right, yeah, so um, I'm Obi. I'm from Jersey. Big up to Jersey, um, Brick City, New Jersey, Jersey City. Um, my my background is is very uh, stern, but I'm not stern. I'm pretty chill and relaxed yeah. and whatnot. Um, went to Hampton, uh, degree in accounting. Uh, don't want to be an accountant. Is that strange? That's really weird because yeah. most accountants get accounting degrees because they actually want to be an accountant. I got the degree out of the idea of job security, um, mm. but it's boring and everybody okay. in it is like boring and like don't have lives. Their idea of fun is like, I don't know, going home and playing video games. Legit. And yeah. I'm like, there's a lot more to life. Go out, have a drink, get drunk, <laughs> turn up. <laughs> like, <laughs> bitches, make money. Right, right. <laughs> have some sex. <laughs> um, so, um, so, yeah, so I, I diverted, uh, explored a lot. Um, and at one one point, I was I was a stripper at one point. Oh my god! Oh, I feel like I knew this, but I was drunk when yeah. you told me. <laughs> yeah, I was a stripper at one point. I uh, that. That was an amazing, amazing experience. Wait, real quick, do male strippers use poles? No, ironically enough, um, stripping is illegal in a lot of states. So we rent out these janky venues. And we strip, so there are no poles, which l- lends to the need for a lot of creativity because you have to learn how to use what's naturally in exactly. a room in order to create that finesse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So you can dance. You like to shake a little something. Yeah, so I can shake a little something. I got a little two-step in me. Stop. A little, little, little one-two-step. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so you're my sex toy expert, but tell me and tell them what makes you a sex toy expert. Um, so I just have insight and knowledge to, um, what people want. Mm -hmm. So because I know what people want, I can provide them with, you know, what they need. Um, so with Lamore Secret, it's a customized, uh, adult subscription service where people tell me who they are, what, uh, um, sex they identify themselves with and what their sexual preferences are and who they like to be with males, females. And then I take all that information and then I quantify a box for them to where they can go forth and have fun and be successful. Yeah, I got one of these boxes. If you guys don't follow me on um, 
my couple's YouTube page, you should. It's just Lacey and Freshy, no productions. Um, we actually got a Lamore Secret sex toy box, and we did a very fun, I'm not going to lie, I was very drunk, review. <laughs> but it was so much fun, and people love it. And, like, legit, we get, like, inboxes, like, when are you guys going to make another video like that? And Soon. I'm like, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> Stay tuned, guys, Soon. <laughs> I was so drunk, but people, like, people loved it. It was a great video, by the way. Was it? Yeah. The gag it. got me. I just, as a matter of fact, I just watched it again for like probably like the 10th time did you last week i was like he's gonna hate this because i was so drunk no, like i watched that video like really more than once twice dude. like <laughs> i was like oh shit like this was a dope video <laughs> we had fun did we have yeah. sex after that i'm trying to think should have we may have did we have sex after that oh i just got the message i was too drunk all right <laughs> <laughs> let's jump into this so I want to just do a quick introduction to sex. There's a definition by Webster's Dictionary of what sex is. But for you, how would you define sex? Um, first, I, I define sex with intimacy. Yeah. Um, intimacy being intimate with somebody else. Um, that's the exploration of their bodies, theirs, of yours. That's mm -hmm. my definition of sex. I think I think you're right. Yeah. And comfort. I think you gotta have a certain amount of comfort with Oh definitely. I think I like to say that, but there are also prostitutes that just fuck strangers. So maybe you don't have to have a certain kind of comfort. For good sex you do. For good sex enjoyable sex. Yeah. And I'm too old to have bad sex. You're too old to have bad sex? Yeah. Because like you're not a teenager anymore? I'm not a teenager. If if I feel like there's no chemistry, I won't even do it. No? What if okay, wait. What if you're right in the midst, you guys are actively having sex, and you're just like, this is straight trash. Will you stop it? You're a man. Don't lie. In, in theory, yeah, but I haven't, I haven't been there. So, so, for, so, for me, <laughs> oh. so for me, I, I'm a strong proponent of mind fucking, right? So there's a lot of mind fucking that happens, and if it's not going the way I feel like it should go, I feel like it won't lead to a good experience, right? You're a little free. Right, so like I don't, I don't want like I do not like to have. I like to have good. I like to have good sex. I want to watch you have sex. I like to have good sex. Oh my if, gosh! If I don't, if I don't think it's going to be good, I just rather not. This is not going to. Do you use sex toys? Sometimes I do. Ooh, um, do you use your own? Like your own? Not like he uses them and then sends them to us. No, but of course not. Do you not. use like your products? Yeah, yeah, of course. Really? I mean, of course I do. What's your favorite sex toy? Like if you were to fuck some chick for the very first time, make love to, however. And you're like, want to get a little crazy, but not too crazy, but like, just enough, what would you pull out? Back to what I was saying, it's based on the, on the chemistry, because mm -hmm. based off of conversation, um, how comfortable you are with each other, her threshold, I can gauge what I can use and what I cannot use. So for some women, I'll use a blindfold, because that would, because you got to slowly break some people in. Mm -hmm. So with some women, okay. they're... Um, they're open to it, but they don't know how to go about doing it. Right. So you just get a blindfold. We start light. Um, if you're the other end, the other uh, end of the spectrum, I would just tie you to the bed. <gasps> I have a hey, um, a bed ties that it straps to the mattress and it binds your wrists and your legs to whereas you're at my disposal at, for your pleasure, but my disposal. And that's my favorite because it's, Allows you to do whatever you want to do, and they can't go nowhere. You can't run. Um, you you like, can't. 
You like BDSM? Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm a Leo. So um. with that being said, I, I like control. And so BDSM is up my alley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just took a sip for you guys that are not watching this. All right. When did you realize you were in? Because, like, that's a thing that I think people have to grow into. No? Um, normally, people do grow into it. And, for example, a lot of my customers are people who have had sex for a while. And then they're at the age of where, all right, I want to try something different. I'm mm-hmm. ready to. And that's mid to late 20s when they start exploring normally. Um, for me, I think I had a crash course and I said I had a crash course when I was stripping. So mm-hmm. as a stripper, I'm 20, 21, 22, stripping for a room full of like 30 plus year old women. And you can't come being mediocre. You have, you have to bring it. <laughs> right. So, um, there's a, a segment where you pull somebody from the stage. I mean, from the crowd onto the stage right. and you do a little demonstration. And that's when you tied them up, you brought out cream strawberries bananas rope chains paddles whatever your mind can think of to get that wow factor from the crowd um but then you actually like hmm (laughs) let me actually try some of this stuff and you go hmm i actually like this stuff and so boom (laughs) there you go what do you do as okay just just a straight away just a little because i'm so curious and i've never ever ever in my life asked this question but i've always wanted to ask this question I'm asking today to you, what do you do as a stripper when you like pull a woman from the crowd and then you're like going down her little body and she smells bad? Go back up. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> How often does that happen? Um, it, it hasn't happened to me frequently, um, but... It happens. It's just it's just a reality of that world. I think the funniest thing I, I can say, it hasn't happened to me, but that I've seen done. So uh, one of my colleagues at the time, he brought a girl to the stage and he's known for, he undresses women on the stage. Like oh, he will wow. grab a, a, a girl, bring her to the stage and get her naked. Oh my gosh. And so he took her panties off and when he took her panties off, it just wasn't pleasant. <gasps> So what he did was he balled the panties up and stuffed them in her mouth. <laughs> so she would taste herself? So she... <laughs> what? So yeah, it, it was funny watching it, it happen because he placed her down, took the panties off, turned around, looked at us, was like, made a face, was like, hell no. And then he was like, watch this. He, <laughs> he balled them up, stuffed them in her mouth, and she and she kept it there. That was the funny part. Like she, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, what do you do if you're like the woman in that? But like, you can't be like, my shit stank. You got to like go with it and then just hope that nobody's talking to you close in your face later. Right. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's a hot mess. So, All right. So. Yeah, Um, it happens. We're sitting here. We're talking about sex and fucking stripping. But what I want to talk to you about, because you designed these uh sex toy boxes specifically you know for people or for couples or throuples because y'all can order them too um why do you think it is that people will privately buy stuff like sex toys but not everyone is super duper open when it comes to talking about sexuality uh it's, it's privacy i think people enjoy their privacy um because a lot of people have their own personal brand 
and for them talking about sex and sex toys and things of that nature and what they're actually into, um, I think they feel like it would tarnish their brand. Like, what if you heard in the headlines, like, hey, Oprah likes being spanked and tied up and, and gagged. You'd be like... She's going to get a whip deal. <laughs> <laughs> she might. <laughs> she would. <laughs> Every, <laughs> there would not be enough whips on the shelves whips. For, the, for the demand. Old white ladies would buy whips right. out like nobody's business. Right. Church ladies in there. So, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's the privacy thing. Yeah. I think... P- People enjoy their privacy and and um, want to keep certain things behind closed doors. See, I feel like it's because even though we all have sex, because we all do it different. Yeah, there's like a that thing where I don't want to talk about specifically what I do because no one else has talked about what I do, or I don't know how people are gonna take it, or even like if I'm doing it right or wrong, and so it's just like. I'm going to just keep this to myself and I'm just not going to talk about it just to make sure I'm not talking about it wrong. Right. Well, I think that's the beautiful thing about it. I think that when people talk about sex, they learn from each other's right. experiences. So I think people should talk about it. I actually think people do, but I think certain people talk about it with people they feel comfortable yeah. showing that side of them too. Right. So, um, I mean, cause there's a lot to be learned. So I remember before I even started having sex, my friends were. And we would get together. We'd be like, hey, I had this chick last night. And I did X, Y, and Z. And so me, I'm, I'm taking notes. I'm like, <laughs> as soon as I do, I'm done. Right. I'm doing X, Y, and Z. I don't know how to get started. But <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm doing. <laughs> but this is what I'm doing because my homeboy used it and she liked it or seemed right. like she liked it. So, I mean, so uh, I think people really learn from other people's experiences. Um, it's just a comfort level thing. You know, do you people... think that? You just said, and I love this because I don't put nobody's business out there, but I know a girl who she waited until she was much older than everyone else to have sex. Mm. And um, an issue that she faces now, she's an adult because she's not very experienced, but her friends are. Okay. Her friends have been having sex for a long time. Is like, am I doing it right? Or she'll think that she's bad at sex because no one really... We know that we each have sex, mm-hmm. and then she'll ask people about sex, and it's not always exact. Like, like when she talks to me about it, and I'm telling her my experiences, or like you know when I used to date guys, what I used to do, or like what I liked being done to me, or mm-hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera. And it's not exactly what she's into. Okay, she off top thinks that like, oh man, she's not doing it right. I must not be doing it right. And I think that that may be that adds to why a lot of people don't talk about it because i think there's two sides of that coin because you cannot be doing it right, right right so um um but at the other side of that coin is you have to find who you're compatible with right and um who can do the things that you like so that you can do the things that they like and you right. can do the things that you're comfortable doing and once you do that uh own it right, right. don't don't half-ass like if you're gonna suck dick suck dick don't don't like half ass it. <laughs> they gonna bounce on it, bitch. <laughs> right. Bounce. If you're gonna bounce, bounce. Like own that shit, right? So when you take ownership of it, you have a better experience. Better. And if you don't feel comfortable, I think it's just best to shy away from it or go to a few workshops or right. uh, figure out how you can break that barrier. But um, yeah, I think it's all about ownership once you find out, when also find out what you like. There's a lot of people at the same time. 
I don't think know what they like. Yeah. Um, because there's like sex is amazing because there's so many social taboos around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not till we older, for some of us who do find liberation, we're like, screw that. Like I'm, I'm an adult. I'm an independent. Right. Like I'm a. This is what I like, and this is what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna take ownership of that. And for some people, they find it early. Kudos to them. And some people, they don't find it till right. much later, till they're 40, 50. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. I know I was trash. If you, if you had sex with me from 17 to like 19, I know it's a short amount of time. But if you did, I know I was trash. <laughs> I know I was trash. After 20, with the exception of maybe one person in there. Right. A one, a one sauce. But there's like an expiration point, right? For for everybody that everyone must go through, and so that that's fine. Like that's that's also the beauty of it as well. It's, yeah, you're exploring, right. and then once you f- find out what it is that you like, then it's you got it. You get into your groove. Legit, because I didn't know. I didn't. And I remember, like, I remember, you know, I had this like high school. You know, everybody has that high school love, and that's the only person I was with in high school, mm-hmm. and I thought. I would like having sex with him because he was so much more experienced than I was. Okay. And lost my virginity. We were having sex for a while. And I was just like, I hate this. Mm. This is so fucking bad. I do not enjoy it. It didn't matter like how much porn I watched. <laughs> it was trash. I just didn't like it. And I realized I, I got in college and I had a, a, a college boyfriend and just to kind of test out if it was me or if it was him or if okay. it was us, because the college boyfriend sex was great. I liked mm-hmm. it. Then this guy was like, man, so just test it out. I fucked him again, right? Mm-hmm. And I I just realized you got to find the person that you're right. comfortable with and realize it is, it's, it's about you as well. And I think for a lot of people, they lose that yeah. that thing where it's like, it's about me too. And I think, I, I think, um, a lot of women are uh, victims of that. A lot of women, they're because society places women in such a submissive role, just yeah. in general across the board. Sex plays a role in that as well. Yeah. To where you have men who are just selfish lovers. Like right. I think it's more common for men to be selfish lovers than women are. And so a lot of times, women take the back seat. Like um, like when I first heard this, my cousin, um, we talk a lot. And she was like, she was having sex and she was like 16, but she didn't orgasm for the first time because she was in her late 20s. Yeah. And I was like, that must have been terrible for you. <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry you had to experience that. Like, not for nothing. It's like, right. poor thing. Bless your heart. It's, like, it's a, it's a, I know a lady who she, and she calls herself this, but she was kind of, you know, out here, she was kind of hoeing when she was younger. Yeah. And then she never had an orgasm until she had sex with her, you know, adult husband when they when she became way older okay she didn't know what it was and it freaked her out because you're right a lot of women like they just take the back we are just there for a man's right comfort right for those of y'all that fuck dudes me i don't do that no more so i'm good <laughs> all right so this is what i want to know let's talk about sex toys who Buys the most sex toys. Hmm. In your experience, that's definitely women. Yeah, women definitely buy the most sex toys, and 
the answer to that is, is layered, right? Because you have women who do not get pleasure from their partners. So yeah. like, look, I'm going to get this dildo, I'm going to get this vibrator, and I'm going to get my pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, or the other side of that coin is that women are a lot more exploratory or explorative of their sexuality. They, right. They, women definitely own their sexuality more than men. Yeah. Whereas with men, they we like to keep this masculine facade and it's right. like, don't do this, don't do that. We have boundaries. Whereas w- with women, women um, are the epitome of sexuality, right? So it's, you know, okay, girls. Let, let's, let's do it. I see you. What's, what's, what's your biggest seller? What do you, what do you sell most more of? Um, so because it's a sex toy box subscription, a lot of things, oh. it, there's a lot of different items. Yeah. But one of the biggest items is bondage tape. Really? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. I was going to, okay. In my head, I was like, it has to be vibrators. No. Really? I mean, so, so, so vibrators, um, is a big seller. Yeah. At the a la carte stage. Mm-hmm. Like, cause that's also, that's all, you know, when it comes to pleasure and sex toys, like people are going there for that direct uh, gratification, right? And direct gratification will be a clitoral stimulation, which is vibrators. But which when I it, like. When it comes to intimacy, the next thing is is bondage. So a lot of people are per um, our website, our, our analytics, people are into bondage, wow. and so tape is less threatening. Right. It's not something that's like, uh, these are handcuffs. I might lose the keys. I can't get out. <laughs> like I'm stuck. Like it's, yeah. it's tape, right? So um it's not as threatening and people enjoy it. That's I Easy yeah. easy yeah. cleanup. Your children won't walk in a room and be like, I see handcuffs. Like freaks. No, that's true though. Right. So it, it's tape. Mm-hmm. And Easily to stash, hide, bring out. You throw it away, disposable, easy cleanup. People see it. They don't really think anything of it. You could be sending a package. And you could be sending out a package, getting rid of your recycles, you know. Some freak, nasty little hoes. I cannot. <laughs> I really, I wouldn't have thought. Now, I'm not super huge with, like, bondage. Yeah. Um, I know a girl who is. I won't say who that girl is. I'm not trying Uh-oh. to put nobody's business on blast. But I'm not super into bondage. So... I've never actually like purchased like, I mean like I'll do you know basic basic bit shit like handcuffs you know or like yeah. a blindfold, but until I got your sex toy box like even like a gag in there and you guys I'm stuck on this gag because this is the reason why no this is okay no this I look I swear I'm a smart girl legit so when I was doing the unboxing for your box and I even put the gag in my no, right. I, saw I that. didn't know that it was a flavored gag. Yes, I didn't know, and I, I don't even. Remember. But it had a wrapper on it, though. Yeah, yeah. but the wrapper is so tight; it's like a condom for the gag. Like you won't even know. Like, Lamb like, skin all like day. <laughs> it, I just thought it was like oh, I just thought it was a ball, and I, like just a hard ball. And then there, 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 there came a day in which I needed to use the gag. And I, I don't even I don't even remember how I think I think I bit into it or, or my partner bit into it or something happened. I think I bit into it and I tasted like something sweet. And I was like, what the, why is this? How is it? What? What is this? What's and then I on? looked at it and I was like, oh, shit, this gag is. Hold on. Let me unwrap this like a candy. And it, it tastes it, so good. I was like yeah. licking it. 
and then the fun went to another level. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that bondage was such a... I mean, I guess like the whole Christian gray thing or women like to buy uh, books about bondage. Mm-hmm. But I've never thought that was a ting. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know. Um, and so I send those as well, the candy ball gags, because once again, it's, it's very unintimidating. It's it's candy. It's fun. And it's fun. It's not because you do have the plastic gags, which can be very intimidating because they also come in different sizes. You have the big ball or the smaller ball, and that's that that's a whole nother right. ball game. But the candy ball gag is uh something that I think almost everybody can use, can enjoy, have fun with. I think that it's fun. And the crazy thing is um, you can reuse it because what I did was we used it, but we didn't eat it. It's it's really big. It's like a jawbreaker. Yeah. No mm-hmm. pun intended to the movie. And so what I did was I just rewrapped it. Yeah. Not with the same wrapper it came in, but I just rewrapped it and then um put it in like a Ziploc bag and then stored it back mm-hmm. um in the area in which I stored my toys because it was big as fuck, but it was so sweet and I liked it a lot and I liked the gag a lot and it's go. just fun hey. and. <laughs> oh gosh i'm telling him too much about <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad you enjoy your box and everything that yeah. came in right so um so yeah that's that's the whole purpose of you know lamore's yeah. secret and, and having uh toys to send to people so that they can have memorable experiences <laughs> oh, cool. all right so um why do you think that people buy a lot of bondage stuff because not everybody talks about bondage and Mm -hmm. you don't see it everywhere Mm -hmm. but why do you think that people will buy like what's the appeal uh the appeal so just to take it back a little bit bondage goes far beyond just handcuffs right yeah um and then so the other parts of bondage is that it's giving or um taking control Right. So you have you have people who are different people behind closed doors. You have some people um, and it's a very known, unknown faux pas that powerful people like being submissive mm. behind the bedroom. Mm-hmm. So that's where bondage plays a part. In it. And it's like I tell people what to do every day for a living. I just want to be pleasured or I just want somebody to take the reins and make me feel good. Right. And, and give me a joy ride. Um, and then you have other people who just like taking ownership right. of the sexual experience because there's, I mean, there's a certain level of intimacy once you hit the bondage stage. Yeah. You, you have to really, you really have to care for, uh, the person you're with and trust them and trust them in order to engage in bondage. Like, um, I have to, so as, so being, being tied up is not about the person who, who's tying you up. Now, it's not about the dominant. It's really about the submissive because the dominant is to really figure out the submissive's body and know what's going on and know what makes them tick. Right. And that's where the fun comes in at because it's like, okay, I'm going to make your leg shake. Okay, I, your leg's not going to shake. I'm <laughs> going to make you hum and scream and I'm going to stop it. And that's that's the control part, but it's for your pleasure. Right. Um. So, yeah. As a black man, who's into bondage do you think that there's a space there's space for you guys to exist because a lot of times if i see anything um about bondage it's always like white guys 
Um, there's definitely a space for us to exist. Um, and there are communities out there for that. Um, but there still has to be a, a light still that needs to be shed on it for black guys. Cause, uh, it's seen as like tabooish. Yeah. It's still look, uh, very much a taboo. And, um, it goes, it's, it's a layered question because you have religion that plays a part on it. Masculinity that plays a part on it. So it's one of those things that's not really discussed or explored. Right. Um, and then it's it's also ego and it's it's a layered question. Right. Um, so there is space for it. There's still a, a lot of work that can be done and needs to be done to bring that to the forefront for people. Yeah. Because women are ahead of the game when it comes to men. Like black women, they're they with it, they know about it. They just like, I'm waiting for you to catch up. <laughs> like, why y'all so behind? Like, why you right? Why, why you so behind? I, I don't read Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm trying to figure right. out when you're going to tie me up, push me against the wall, and. But even there's that there's that movie that came out. It was like Fifty Shades, but it was a um, a that black guy and the black lady. Was it Robin Givens or was it who was it that was in the movie? Anyways, it was a light skinned black dude and mm-hmm. um, the black lady, and they had that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. But no one really watched that movie. Like it didn't hit in our community gotcha. the same way as like Fifty Shades did in the Caucasian community. Okay. And in my mind, I feel like it religion, yes. Uh socio norms, yes. Yeah. But also when it comes to sex or intimacy, when you think black men, you think R and B and you think like you guys are supposed to be like sensual. <laughs> Like for whatever you guys are supposed to Johnny like flex, what? yeah, <laughs> yes, Johnny Gill all day, like even King sweat, yes, legit. R. Yeah. Kelly, even though we just recently canceled him for something, y'all. I definitely feel like when it comes to white guys and sex, we ex- we expect them to be not as sensual, but more. Um, they they will they explore more. Well, I think it goes into back to social norms because because I feel like black people are put in boxes like you're not supposed to do this right whereas white people they're not even raised that way white people do what they want to do when right they want to do it how they want to do it yep. so when it comes to exploring their sexuality that's still true as well whereas for us we still in those boxes where it's like well i cannot do this and it doesn't even become a thought right right so i think that's what contributes to that a lot of times when women find out that you you are the connoisseur of sex toys, do they? <laughs> because if you guys are listening to this, his face is like, "What the fuck is she about to ask me?" No, do they expect you to use like like all these weird sex toys on them, or like has a woman ever been like, "Ooh, use a dildo," or like, mm-hmm. "Really?" Yes. Do you? Yeah. What do you like? What? How, what? How? <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, um, I've used it all. I've used dildos, um, collars and leashes. I've used, um, my fancy metai. Like it, I, I've used it all. Um, they, for them, it becomes a expectation sort of, because it's like, I want to experience like a good orgasm with this sex guy. So that's, yeah. that kind of, kind of. You guys, he's giving me these little bedroom eyes, trying to convert me back over to the hetero side. Stop it. I'm not going back there. No. <clears throat> Maybe. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> so when you're using like, okay, I always reference sisters on BT because 
it's like they just have so much stuff going on. And thank you, Tyler Perry. Again, I feel like I thank him in every one of my episodes because he gives me something else to like reference or talk about that we don't typically talk about. And now I see why you wrote the show. But so um on Sisters BT, the um there was a girl and she is uh dating this guy mm-hmm. and he asks he's not gay. He keeps he keeps saying, I'm not gay, I'm not gay, I'm not gay. Um but he asked her to use a vibrator mm-hmm. on him, and she was like, "How? Like, how? Like, what are you going to do?" Mm-hmm. And then so he just kind of helped, you know, guide her with his hand and stuck the vibrator up his behind, mm-hmm. right, while it was vibrating. And um, do you experience women who ever want you to either do that to them or do that to you? No, and no. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Bitch, don't." <laughs> Don't get crazy. <laughs> so if you use a vibrator on a woman, what are you doing? Um, mostly it's for like clitoral stimulation, um, but for like the the point of introducing like new toys to them, there's have cock rings with vibrators on them. So How does that work? Cock ring? Yeah. You just slide it onto your penis and all the way to the base, and with the vibrator you turn it on, and as you penetrate, when your your body contacts, they feel the vibrations. See, I like a constant vibration, though. Mm -hmm. That, you take it away for a second and bring it back would drive me crazy. There's ways to use it. You can also, for a more intimate experience, you you have the slow stroke. And with the slow slow stroke, you get more constant vibrations. Okay, Mr. Sexpert. You have all these girls in your DMs. Like, we want the slow stroke, daddy. That's a real thing. Okay, so... Why do you think a lot of people are uncomfortable exploring their sexuality, not just talking about sex, but actually, because I, I, I asked this question because I talk to a lot of different kind of people and I find that not a lot of people really explore sex mm-hmm. with themselves or with other people. Why do you think that is? I think one of the big reasons, because I think they're scared that they're going to like it. Mm. And then it's like, oh, once I like this. Well, I feel comfortable sharing what I like with someone else. Mm. So um, I think that plays a, a major key factor into it. It's like, what what if I do like getting my booty licked? <laughs> like, and then if I do like it, like, can I say, hey, just just lick, no, go, go lower, no, go, go go lower. Like, do I feel comfortable sharing that with somebody else? So I think it's it's like a fear factor thing oh. to where people's like, I don't want to, don't. Mm, nah, you thought about that? I'm good. I don't. It's really like I'm scared that I'm going to like it. Right. Because if I like it, will I be judged for right. it? Will I be typecasted? Like it's, it's yeah. That makes, that makes so much sense. I, you know, and like when you're just thinking about it, well, okay, when I was thinking about it, I feel like a lot of times people are just afraid of exploring because of ignorance, you know, because... America and the rest of the world is mainly made up of small towns with small-minded people. Mm-hmm. And if you don't see something on a regular, sometimes you don't think about it or mm-hmm. you don't even know that you should think about it. And then when you do see it somewhere, it's so taboo that you feel like you're not supposed to think about it. So then it makes people just, even if like, even if there's a housewife out there that's been married to her husband for 10 years and she's she wants to try, you know, getting having a threesome with two men, her husband and some other guy, or as we like to say in the black community, 
a train. <laughs> there, there are some women that might be into that, but because they don't see it or hear about it anywhere mm-hmm. else, they just feel like I'm not supposed to think it yeah. all together. Yeah, I think it, it's fear. I yeah. think it's like, so if I tell my husband I want to have sex, like a menage a trois, like with another guy, how is he going to take it? He's going to get upset. Right. Um, is he going to question whether I'm cheating? Like, I think it's like a fear thing. Yeah. Not a, um, ignorance does play a part in it because I think it, it, they go hand in hand yeah. to a certain degree. But I think the large elephant in the room for that conversation is fear. It's like, why, why are you scared to express, um, what you want to do right. and what you want to explore. That makes sense. So like the other route of being afraid of liking it. Cause even like, you know, for mm-hmm. men, I like to, I like to focus on black men cause y'all are who I know. Um, black men liking their prostate tickled. <laughs> right. Like I will go back to Tyler Perry sisters, the girl who was dating the guy who wanted that done, she just kept looking at him as gay mm-hmm. no matter how many times he told her, I'm not gay. I'm genuinely just interested in you as a woman. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times like people do feel like, you're right. Like, What if I like it? Will I be gay? Will they judge me? Can I tell the the next woman I'm going to be with or the next man right. I'm going to be with that I like that? And, and I think that's a, a great example on Tyler Perry's part to put that into the script because that's a perfect example of a black, black man taking ownership of his sexuality. He said that. Like, which, <laughs> like, all right, yeah. I mean, so like, I like it. So, yeah. so what? Like, right. I take ownership of that. All right. And do you find because when when people find out what you do, I'm pretty sure the floodgates open and they have all these questions or like all these things, and now they're telling you all these intimate things about themselves that maybe you don't even really want to know. What is like the craziest thing that someone has disclosed that they're into? Oh, that's a good question. Um, can't, I really can't. I really can't say that I've heard something that was like super shocking to me. Really? Um, You're being really open. Well, also, no. Also, with that, I feel like people also really have a lot of vanilla sex. So it's like, oh yeah, like I got caught, you know, having a threesome. Like the craziest thing I heard was a threesome. But like, oh wow, is. It's, well, we all have threesomes. Three, right. It, like, it, it's a threesome. So I feel like people really kind of have vanilla sex. He said, y'all boring. He said, y'all boring as fuck is what he actually said. I'm going to say it. He, that's, that's what he was. That's what he meant for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's Do understood you? does not have to be explained. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's because a lot of people are afraid of one talking about. And this is the same thing with like, not just with strangers or like your friends, but in long-term relationships too sometimes you'll find that you know women are always confused like how could he meet this other girl and then just leave me like what was I doing I was cooking I was for five years it's because she was turning him out he was able to explore with her and not ever even talk about it with you yeah and I think that people don't think about now look we don't like side chicks over here okay I'm not giving those hoes a pass but I am saying that like I think Sometimes people are afraid to explore sexuality or even talk about it because they don't feel comfortable. Yeah, very much. Do you think that a lot of like black men deal with that more than anybody? Who do you think deals with that the most? Ooh, Asian men. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it's I think it's black men. I I think we're we're 
we're the most underserved across the board. And when it comes to sex and sexuality, that's another area where we're very much underserved. Yeah. Um, it's like you can't do this as a black man. You can't do that as a black man. Uh, you cannot like having your booty licked as a black man. You cannot like being into bondage as a black man. You cannot like white women as a black man. It's, I'm thinking that in my head. <laughs> like, there, there's so many taboos with being a black man. It's just like, shit, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, So when black guys meet, because I'm, I'm a black woman, and though I don't date black men anymore, I'm still a black woman that grew up in a black household with a black mom and black aunties. Um... A lot of times when black men get exposed to different kinds of women, those exotic types, and then they're just like head over heels, do you think that has a lot to do with how comfortable they're able to be with themselves, with those different kinds of women? It doesn't have to play a part in it. I would think so. Because culturally, um, with these other cultures, um, there's women are still typecasted, right? And yeah. so women kind of also own that in a... In these other cultures, they let the men take the role and the lead and guide them, and they're a lot more submissive. But I think um, also, like earlier, you were saying how like um, white people are able to just be who they are and yeah. just explore all of who they are, and nobody judges them. Well, white girls are the same. So when a white girl is um, dating a black guy who's never genuinely been able to tell somebody, "I like my ass licked," mm-hmm. because who? Look, who, who, who? Because a black girl ain't doing it for the most part. Now, we're getting into like a new era of black women exploring different things sexually with women for a long time. Who? <laughs> I mean, for, for a long time, let's be frank, a long time, uh, giving head was a so taboo. taboo. It was like, we're not doing that. But what in what? <laughs> I ain't putting that in my mouth. Right. And it's like, now it's like, it's, it's standard. Man. But your so, Latina girl, your white girl will happily... What you want? His hair right now? Okay, look. Let me just stretch my jaw. Hold on. Right? Pull my hair up. Right. Let me wrap <laughs> my hair. How tight do you think I should wrap my hair? You going right. to pull it or you're not going to pull right, it? Right, or right. a black girl's like, I'm not doing I'm not, that. I'm not putting that in my mouth. So a lot of times when black men meet these women right. of other ethnicities because of their freedom to just be themselves and how they've been groomed to accept men at like all capacity who no, no matter what he's into or he likes you're not going to judge that man just let right. him be when they meet these other women sometimes they feel more comfortable they can be themselves yeah, yeah. versus cuz if I'm boxed in and you boxed in I don't know how to help you release yeah, cuz I don't even know how to do it for myself yeah oh black girls we got to do better i just thought about it right now cuz you know for a long time i didn't like to see black guys with those others either I'm with you. And you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. It kind of makes sense. (laughs) And now I feel bad. We need to do better. And don't worry, you guys. I'm going to bring you a podcast about this. I'm going to talk to a black guy, Dana Michael. We're going to talk about it. Um, All right. How was this conversation for you? It's cool. Um, You know, I just want people to know that they should explore and should not feel bad for exploring. And um, use sex toys. (laughs) It's an enhancement. It's it's an enhancement and you're going to enjoy it find what works for you find what you like um there's and there's many different layers to sex toys yeah like it's just not dildo it's not just vibrator um they're cock rings y'all you have cock rings (laughs) uh you have restraints you have um for those who are into like the more intimate things you have uh you know they have like flavored lubricants with like i know a lot of different flavors you have like tiramisu 
apple pie, bubble gum. I've seen a bubble gum, gum strawberry, uh, chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Um, there's there's a lot. So so the industry is doing a lot with toys to get people exploring. Yeah. Different things. A pocket and, vagina. I love those. I want to be a guy just so I can use one. Oh, I'm so jealous. I stuck my finger on one jo- once just because that's all I could stick. They're and, fun. Oh, I'm so jealous. I really. Yeah. Ooh, I just. Ooh, I just want to. Just have a little something, something, something I could stick in one. Something to swing. Yes. <laughs> those are so cool. You just want to swing and stick, guys. Just <laughs> swing and stick. Keep that in my backpack and use it at school. I don't know. Like, dang. I want one. You guys get some. You guys are getting cooler stuff. For yeah. a long time, sex toys really were just made for us. Mm-hmm. But you guys are getting some. They're coming up for y'all. There, there's also a lot of things that are being made for couples as well. For couples yeah. to enjoy. Yeah. Um, to bring out more intimacy. Because so, so for a lot of guys... Um, intimacy is weird. There is no intimacy for a lot of guys. It's, we we just having sex. Really? Like for a lot of guys, there's no rubbing, touching. It's like look, because once, once I have ninety percent of my blood in my dick, like <laughs> I got to put it somewhere. Like I'm not trying to rub and touch no more. I, I'm this got to go somewhere. But but for the lady, she still has to get warmed up, right? Yeah. Like it it you still got to warm the engine. Yeah. And so sometimes we we forget to care about that, and so there's a lot more items. Uh, uh, that caters to that, you know. Um, it's intimacy. Intimacy is very important, especially when you know you have women involved who has to need that lead time. You know, I always had, and I think it's just my type. But when I used to date guys, I don't think I ever had sex with a man where there was no mm-hmm. intimacy. So whenever I hear people, a lot of times it's women. Like a lot of times women are like, ooh, I be thinking about being gay because men aren't intimate or they don't care. But that was never my experience. Shout out to all my exes. Y'all the real MVPs. But I never had that. Like I always, I always dated men that wanted to take care of me first. Right. And then here I am wanting to take care of them. So right. it was always very great. Which is how it should be. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's, it's it's a give and take. It's not. It shouldn't be a self a selfish uh experience or interaction. Right. Uh. So yeah. I just want to watch you have sex. Hey. <laughs> hey. When you have to do it again, just call me. Hey. You know what I mean. Hey. Just say hey, and I'm gonna be like on my way. No, but don't call me tonight. Cause he looked at his watch, y'all. Y'all don't see, but he just looked at his watch like, uh, are you gonna make it? I won't make it tonight. But the next time after that, I got you. Call me. I got you. I just I'm gonna take a note. It's like okay, so he. I got you. Like hold on, guys. Wait, hold on. And then he. <laughs> okay, carry on action. <laughs> All right, you guys, we're gonna wrap this up. I love you. It's been fun. Appreciate and I want to talk about sex some more with you. Hey. Because I want to know more about your sex. Don't say hey again. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> he, he almost did. You guys, he's I did it. Look. <laughs> There's somebody who says hey on TV. Who is it? Fuck. You guys, let me know in the comments who's the person on. It's like a it's a cartoon. They always say hey. Anyways, hmm. all right. We're going to head out. Tell Alrighty. the people who you are again and where can they find you on social media? So you can find me on Instagram at uh, Mr. Underscore Lamore. That's L-A-M-O-U-R. Um, I was on Instagram with Lamore Seeker, but my page got shut down. <laughs> I wonder why. Haters. Um, when it comes back up, it will be Lamore Underscore Secret. I'm hoping that it comes back up within like the next two weeks. Me and Facebook are talking. Um <laughs> 
And so you can also find Lamore Secret on Facebook mm-hmm. at Lamore Secret. That's on there as well. So that's where you can find me, guys. L M A O R. You guys subscribe. Like his boxes are like they're everything. You like the company really does make sure that they're catered to you specifically, and they ask some very intimate questions. But it's just you and them that knows. And my next box for you, I'm excited because I think you guys will really enjoy it. I'm scared. Yeah, so I'm so excited. Shout out to you and Freshie. <laughs> I, I, I think you guys will really enjoy this next box. Like, um, I'm excited to like when I, I was like, oh crap, like I didn't finish their box, and so excited. I'm excited for you guys to see what's in the box and use what's in the box. I and can't have wait. Fun with what's in the box. I'm so excited. If you guys want to see the unboxing of the first box or the future unboxing of the second box, you guys can find my Lacey and Freshie YouTube page. That's our couple page. But in the meantime, this has been great. I love you. I want to have you back for sure. We can make that happen. (laughs) All right, you guys. Thanks for tuning in to Talk Sex on Laceology. If you guys are listening to this on a podcast streaming source, I want to remind you that you can find this video on YouTube. Just type in Laceology in the comments below or in the search box, not the comments, and uh, or type in Lacey and Freshie Productions because this is a Lacey and Freshie Productions. Bye.